0: Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what are we drinking today?
1: Uh, I think these are both from our recent Tavour gift box yes. from our friend.
0: Shout out to Jeff and Alex again.
1: I am drinking the Maestro. This has gotten me like back into sours for the winter. Yeah. Kyle's oh. beer looks like a Japanese pancake It's oh my like God. puffy and jiggly on top
0: It is like the surface tension is all that's keeping this foam It is a
1: and quarter the, inch above the top of the it's glass It's pretty impressive You always ruin my description of my Sorry. beers with your bad pours Yes, I know This is actually a
0: really good pour See it on my untapped <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, This is a sour ale with red currant and hibiscus uh, it is from Black Project, Spontaneous and Wild Ales, which is a brewery in Denver that only does sours. Yes. It is like the mecca for my people. Like mm-hmm. I want to go so, so bad because this is, I don't know if this is the third or the fourth one I've tried from there, but we've gotten a few from there on past chavour yes. hauls. And every beer I have from them, is like a five it's yes. just the beers are so good and they're you know in some ways i feel like sours can taste kind of similar sure uh which i don't like but these all do like really have their own characteristics and because it is like the red current this one like strikes me as like a little more wintry
0: yeah and it's got a really nice dark color it's like very uh like red orangey uh
1: oh it's just very good <laughs>
0: you're, you're quite pleased uh
1: it tastes like cranberry juice but like it really i get the pucker not as much as that orange one
0: yeah that orange one was crazy i
1: get i know i know exactly what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about uh but i get the pucker and like i really like um there's a herbal tea that i really like that's a hibiscus tea so that's another flavor that i really really like and this is like I mean, I've had a lot of beer in my life, but like, I think this would be in the top 10, if not in the top five. It's like really, you want to try it? Yeah. I don't know if you've tried this one yet. It's truly one of my favorites. It is just, it's sort of floral. Oh God. Oh my God. Oh, that's the face I make when I try your beer. That is
0: so tart.
1: Really? Wow.
0: Oh, (laughs) that was just like a, like a punch in the face it's like a warhead it tastes like a warhead to it's me you so love good. you love the beers that taste like those i know? do
1: i told like if we ever go to denver i'm like we're going there we have to go to black project you can just be dd i'll do a flight and just have the there time of my life plenty
0: of other beers in denver that i can enjoy uh, uh that's just a little bit much
1: for oh me. my god i can't believe it i love it uh i bet i would make the same face if i tasted what you were drinking today. yes
0: so uh this is uh a triple ipa from levant i don't see a uh levant i don't see a accent on the final e so i think it's levant and not levante uh levant brewing company in westchester pennsylvania this beer is uh called death by tickle uh is is it
1: tickling your fancy
0: it is tickling my fancy uh well done it's uh this is just uh this is a triple ipa it's Ten and a half percent. It is delicious. Uh, I am gonna have to drink it slowly uh, to uh, make sure I don't um, have this go right to my head and ruin the podcast. But it is like citrusy and hoppy. It's it is citrusy. It is like right in the veins of uh, the the juicy, cloudy, ha- uh, uh, hazy IPAs that I've been I was enjoying over the summer and had kind of given up over uh as as it got colder but i have been craving some recently we're both
1: like back into summer beers it's very weird
0: winter's over baby It's, it's january now
1: yeah um i'm gonna ask you something sure what makes something a triple ipa
0: oh this is um do you know i have read about this and i am uh i'm vaguely
1: like, to me, it looks like a juicy, hazy so, IPA. Can it... Is that... Where does it fit? Like, to can me, it be both? So,
0: I, this is... Uh, I apologize if <laughs> I get this wrong. This is 100% like the... This is an amateur podcast where we... Uh, Sorry, I
1: shouldn't have asked. Yeah, you
0: put me real hard on the spot here. You but my, my understanding that. is that, like, in the beer process, uh, usually for most beer, you only put hops in at one point in the process. For a like double IPA, you put another round of hops in gotcha. at some point during the brewing process, so for this, it would be a third time you put hops in during and they are
1: typically more alcoholic they are, the typical, more they're, you hop they in.
0: are heavier because they are more fermented uh, but this is all me speak up the top of my head uh, good. so I think that's right, but um I could be completely wrong. So if I'm wrong, uh, let us know, and I apologize. So you leave a comment, give a five-star review, but then also leave a comment slamming me for my lack of beer knowledge. Uh,
1: Do you like this one? You took a sip.
0: Yes, it is delicious. It's like, it's very, it's got like the, the citrus going on. It is um really silky, kind of. Silky. Uh, touch, excuse me, sorry. That's not, <laughs> pro- again, amateur podcast, not professional. I'm
1: always the one burping. I know,
0: it got me. Uh, but it's, it's like I said, citrusy and hoppy and smooth and, like, leaves a really clean uh, taste. Like, it's a, does not, it does not—it lingers a little bit but not too long. It's just a—this is a solid beer. I really like this a lot. Some triple IPAs and double IPAs can go in one of two directions. And, like, one is, like, kind of slap you in the face with how hoppy and, like, how, how boozy they are. And some can be, like, really dangerous because they taste good and taste, mm. like— You are kind of, like, you earlier today had, like, a smoothie beer that uh, I'm sure, like, it tastes kind of like a similar, like, gives a similar mouthfeel to it, like, in that, like, it feels kind of heavy, but, like, tasty and, like, smooth, and you can just keep sipping it and whatever, and, like, that can be dangerous because this is 10.5%, so, like, I could drink this in 15 minutes, and then suddenly I would have a major head buzz. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, But I also like the, the can is really cool. It's got, uh, It is a clearly like clown inspired on it. It's got a uh, kind of a creepy face smiling with X's over the eyes. Uh, It is um, just a very, it's a very cool looking beer and very tasty as well. It's got Eldorado mosaic and citra hops. Just good stuff. Did I say Westchester, Pennsylvania? Was that right? Yeah. So it's outside Philadelphia, right? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Can I
1: talk about my can quickly? Yes, please do. So the black project uh brewing company they always have cool cans their thing is paper planes mm. uh which is really really cool so like this one it has all sort of like green circles on it and they're all made of paper planes I didn't
0: even notice that others
1: have just like paper like, the, it's all like designs made with paper planes and actually i'm remembering one that i had from them before was called the comet mm-hmm. so many of them are space themed which i think is uh-huh. really really cool there i was out on their website trying to see if there was like any chance they would ship they do not it's tragic um but they have an osiris rex beer which is like named after a nasa mission so like which i guess i mean colorado is a big space state it makes sense but they, they seem to have some space ones but this one is the maestro
0: gotcha yeah
1: they, they do always have cool cans
0: we do have very two very good looking cans here one of the cool things both about,
1: black to, very slick. Yeah, i mean
0: exactly yeah you have a black can it always looks good uh beers often have uh really interesting get, get a lot of really interesting designs really interesting cool cans uh as well one of the reasons that i got back into untapped was to dock i felt bad throwing just like seriously looking at the cans and being like oh it's cool then throwing it away felt like they deserved a picture to go back and look at later so uh Yeah, it's a. How often
1: do you go back and look at the pictures?
0: uh, I can do it whenever I want. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, definitely uh, looks like we we lucked out here. Two good good selections. Uh, How was your weekend running?
1: It was great, actually. This was like my first week. We talked last week about like base building. Yeah. And so this was my first week with sort of the schedule I have cobbled together for myself from like pulling from a bunch of different places. Uh, so first week in a while that I have worked out six times and I got all the workouts I wanted to do. So I ran four times mm-hmm. and I did yoga three times. I did a power yoga class, which is something I'm trying to do to like build more strength and it didn't make me feel like I wanted to die. Mm. So that's a big Always win. Always good.
0: Always good. Big
1: win. Cause I did one a few weeks ago and it was like jump lunges and this was like, it was more yoga-y yoga e but strength-y. Sure. You know? Yeah. It was a lot of, like, like being in plank and, like, picking your knees up to your elbows yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, that yeah, yeah. sort of stuff, like, but there was no jumping. Sure. So it was good. Uh, my long run this weekend was, like, just about six miles. The route I plotted it was, like, a little short, so I cut it. I think it was, like, 5.8 miles. Um, but I finished the week with an hour and 20 minutes of yoga. Nice. and a little over 15 miles of running
0: how are you doing on our uh, monthly challenge winter wonderland challenge
1: i am in houghton <laughs> i am ice fishing at houghton lake look at that am i saying it right
0: you are saying it right
1: it's not Houghton.
0: no it's not is that Houghton, <laughs> or i think it's houghton, name houghton.
1: It. um beautiful lake it is the biggest lake in michigan inland lake yes 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 uh,
0: Sorry, but it is, my Michigan, my, my Michigander knowledge there's It is
1: also one about. of the most shallow. It's only twenty feet deep. Oh wow! Which would still be deep enough to drown me.
0: Yeah, well, it's deep enough to drown pretty much anyone. But, yeah, uh, literally anyone. Literally anyone. Not pretty much. Just basically anyone.
1: Uh, but it's very shallow. Yeah. But very big. But
0: it's good for fishing.
1: It's, it's great for ice fishing. So I that is stop four. Mm-hmm. I am on my way. I have fifteen. As you record on the Sunday, I have fifty-nine minutes to stop five. So I will definitely get it to stop five, to stop five this week. Nice. And there are only 10 stops. So I like did the math. Okay, you go. When I started it, it was an average of 36 minutes a day. and today, based on like how much I've left and how many days are left, uh, it's 35 minutes a day, so I'm like right on pace. Nice. Uh, which is great. It's been super, super fun. That's awesome. I've really enjoyed feeling like I'm making progress towards something
0: yeah it feels
1: even though i'm just like running around here i'm like oh but like you know in 10 minutes i'll be in houghton
0: there you go so
1: it's been really fun that's awesome how, how are you doing how was uh, your week
0: this is a good week uh this is the first week i've been I, I did I ran 31 miles this week so it's the first week i've gotten over 30 miles since the marathon uh so that's
1: i thought 15 was good
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh oh that's, that's so that's like uh almost two and a half months Something like that, mm-hmm. uh, after going like 35 miles a week for months. Uh, so I feel good. Uh, I didn't do a long run last weekend, thanks to just a myriad of reasons and waking up late and feeling sore and whatever. Uh, so, and <laughs> work. Uh, so I did two long runs this week, two, two different 10-mile runs, uh, one on Tuesday, one on Sunday, just a little while ago both went really well uh i feel good my pace is like hanging around the like between 9 and nine fifteen minute miles which is like a happy spot for me to be in uh so i'm feeling i'm feeling really good i've also uh mixed in a uh a hit workout with a with a run earlier this week uh which was like got that satisfaction of like you're really working out hard and you're really pushing yourself and like I got done and came upstairs, like, still panting. And you were like, Are you okay? And I'm like, It's okay. I'm, 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 I I'm feel great, actually. So, uh, I feel good. Uh, this week was really solid. And, uh, starting next week is the beginning of the next 10 months of my life. Yes. that I have plotted out every with...
1: workout through October is uh, planned. Through
0: the end of October, through Halloween, uh, everything's planned. So, I am excited for to get into that. I have, um, I have you know strength workouts and hill workouts and
1: so what what will your weeks look like with that
0: that's a that's a good question so um generally i'm working out six days a week uh three of those days are just runs and those are those are meant to be like easy jogs just kind of cruising
1: sexy pace
0: sexy pace. i
1: read this somewhere and i love it because my my miles say we're recovery miles and I feel bad when I'm going slow, right? Like, I want to be fast. Like, I don't always go fast. Right. Like Ricky Bobby. Yeah. And someone was like, you need to run, like, sexy pace. It's, like, slow, like, I'm doing a doing a body motion here that yeah. you guys can't see. But it's, like, a slow, like, sexy pace. And so I just picture, like, I'm running in slow motion in Baywatch. Okay. And that's the pace that I'm going to do my recovery miles. And sure. it's going to be fine.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Sexy yeah. pace. Uh. So I think so. Uh, I'm doing this off the top of my head. So again, forgive uh, this. might, you know I might have amendments to this later. But uh, I have uh, three just straight up runs, uh, uh, maybe at sexy pace uh, a week. I have um, on Monday. Yes, you're you wanna, you're gonna keep laughing at sexy pace.
1: Well, you're just like maybe at sexy pace. Like it is it is a thing.
0: Well, I I I, I too struggle. <laughs> to, like when I go out i like if i if I go out and i 'm like i 'm one of those people who I go out for a recovery run, and i 'm like okay i 'm just going to kind of chill and whatever, and then like I run that first mile and I see like ten you know ten minutes ten and a half minutes or whatever, and i 'm like, "Oh no, 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 it 's too slow whatever and i I, I get my side my own head, so no. like, I know, so I need to i I said maybe sexy pace because because i i need to i 'll need to work on it
1: this is one of the things like following professional runners like many people who like do this better than we do are like the key to being a better runner is not running all your runs at the same pace. You need to yeah. run like really fast and really slow and not a ton of miles in between. Yeah. But it's a hard thing to do mentally. Right. And so, physically. So that's what
0: a lot of this is going to be. Um, aside from those three I'll runs. interrupting you. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Uh, the, there will be uh, one day to, uh, starting Monday, I do a three mile run and a strength workout. So I'm going to do like a three-mile run and then a Peloton strength workout for 15, 20 minutes, whatever, in our basement, just with body weight. Uh, there will be a, uh, a some sort of hill training. i got to look, look exactly what the distance is, but it's like you run a mile, it's a warm-up, and then uh, you get to a hill, and you run up and down. It's like a quarter mile up, quarter mile down, and you do that three times, and like it grows as you go through the, through the training. But um, luckily, we have enough hills around here that should not be that hard to find. Uh, so you do a hill workout once a week, and then a 30-minute uh, tempo run, and like your longest, like the long run I'm doing this weekend is only six miles. Like the miles are not the focus here; it's more about having more intense workouts. So, but like instead of like it, there's a tempo run this weekend, other weekends there'll be fartleks. Uh, you, you go ahead and laugh at fartlek if you'd like. <laughs> I mean- Swedish. Sorry, Swedes. We're laughing at your word. Fartlick. Yeah, there you go. All right. I mean, to be fair, I laughed at it too the first time I heard it. Uh, uh, those fartlick fart runs are essentially you go out for a run, you pick a point, like, instead of, this is going to be hard for me because I'm, like, very much, like, you know, metrics and, like, exact distances, whatever. But, like, these are, like, okay, I'm going to go out for a run uh, from this lamppost to the street corner. I'm going to sprint, and then you kind of, uh, you know, stop and you chill for you know you run at a chiller pace for that for a little while and then you you know pick an- another point to another point and you run and whatever so uh i'm going to be doing some of those as well along with tempo runs
1: i did my first fart run this week oh yeah on thursday i did a four mile fart i did a mile warm-up mile cool down and then two miles of licking farts in licking between fart. <laughs> wow um... <laughs> wow <laughs> i to collect myself um <laughs> I feel like people can tell the podcast to be like, have a beer beforehand. Uh, uh, I should
0: have known better than to bring up <laughs> fart legs after we had uh, we we pre-gamed the, po- the podcast with uh, some bonk burgers. Uh, yeah, w- which maybe you'll you'll see. On, I, I haven't posted them on Instagram yet, but you'll see on our Instagram uh, the from run fast, uh, run, run fast, run eat fast, slow. cook fast, cook run fast, cook fast, one. eat slow. Uh, really good, really good stuff.
1: Uh, so I did my four mile speed workout run i'm not not gonna say it again because i'm gonna chuckle yes um but i too was like because i love doing tempo runs where it's like you're gonna run like fast for six minutes and then slow for a minute and fast for six minutes but in tempo workouts you're like you're supposed to walk in between so the benefit of fart legs is like you never stop running right so like even if you ease off you're still running it's supposed to be good for like the endurance you need in a marathon i enjoyed it a lot Mm. way more than i thought i was like okay like I feel, like, ready to go. Like, I'm going to run hard to that silver car. Yeah. And I, like, ran and, like, really, like, let myself kind of open it, open it up, which felt really good, but knowing, like, I can see how far I got to go, yeah. right? And then I was – I did not necessarily say, like, I'm going to run slow until a certain point. I just, like, ran slow until my heart rate was back in, like, what would be the green and sure. orange theory. And then I was like, okay, now I'm going to run here. I felt – Like I got a great workout and it wasn't like mentally taxing where I was like looking at my watch constantly and like worrying about paces. I was just like, I'm going to like open up my stride and run fast here. And it felt really good. So I hope you enjoy them too because I enjoyed it a ton.
0: The closest experience I have to uh, that kind of workout is I think back to when I was in my pre-runner running phase when i would like try to go out for runs and like nah it wouldn't really go well but i would i would go out and i would be like you know running at a jogging pace but kind of like feeling like i was gonna die as people do when they first start running and like it would be like i'm going to run to that telephone pole and then i'll walk and then like what and then i'll walk to the next one and whatever so like i have kind of like oh like i, I know the the bargaining that comes in with that mm-hmm. uh but it will be interesting. I, I, I think that um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a totally different uh, style of running, a style of training than what I've done before. So I'm excited to get started with it, and uh, we will see how it goes. I'm hoping that um, you know it's going to be less miles than I'm used to. Well, less miles than I was used to, and then I was that, that like it, than I otherwise would be ramping back up to. Uh, but it'll be different style of training mm-hmm. and uh, harder workouts, I think, than just like. Going out for a run, right? Would be. So uh, I'm excited to see how it goes.
1: Are you after you know we had the everything hurts episode a couple weeks ago? Are you keeping up with the yogaing and stretching and warm ups and cool downs and all that jazz? Well,
0: warm ups and cool downs I could do better with, but I definitely am stretching uh, t- continuously before runs. I'm doing uh, mostly a lot like a lot of calf stretches because uh, that you know, my, the the heel area was where really where I was getting some pain. So I stretch those out for sure, um, and I'm going to find a way to mix some yoga into this. You know, right now I have a a rest, my rest days are on Fridays, so maybe on Friday if I do like a 30 minute like restorative yoga or something like that, uh, I might mix that in uh, because I haven't, I've been doing some yoga, I haven't been doing as much yoga as I'd like, uh, or as I think I should. So I'm gonna try and find a way to work that in on my, on my regular training plan. That
1: I foam rolled this week, speaking of recovery. Yeah. For, like, the first time in forever. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't hear me screaming in the basement. I can't remember. There's an instructor on Peloton who has, like, uh, foam rolling classes in the stretching section. And I'm just like, this sadistic <laughs> curse words. Like, I was just rolling and was like, oh, I hate this woman. Because she, she liked I mean presumably this someone like foam rolls all the time and it's not like death scratching out of her calves right uh so she's like doing it and smiling at the camera and i'm like oh i hate you this hurts so much um but
0: i did see the after effects of it yesterday when you were uh trying to just just move around on the couch and your shins were you yeah. like, because you had foam rolled your shins. I never foam rolled my
1: shins before. Yeah. But that's an area that like I do I don't have shin splints, but like I do like frequently have pain yeah. in sort of like the media meaty area outside my shins because my calves get so tight. So I mean, I felt great on both my runs this weekend, so I know it's good to keep doing and like in my training schedule I have set out for myself Friday as like a recovery day. And whether that's yoga or stretching or foam rolling or mobility work or, like, whatever that means, uh, since I'm taking sort of a looser approach to this. But I definitely need to become better friends with my foam roller.
0: Yeah. I think – I mean, I just hate foam rolling, too. and terrible. I've done it a couple times recently to try and help out with uh, the heel pain that I was feeling before. But once that – like, I am one of those people who, like, when something hurts, I will foam roll. But once it stops h- hurting, I'm good. And, like, I'm not going to do it anymore, which is probably the wrong thing to do. And do not listen to us for, for advice on this kind of thing. Yeah. But If you're uh,
1: listening for advice, do the opposite Do the that. opposite, <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen, like, follow the instructions of what they say online and for people who actually do this professionally. Because we uh, improvise. But I just, like, I'll, I'll wear my, com- like, I'm wearing my compression socks right now. Cabs are just like kind of aching because of the compression socks but like that makes me feel fine and mm-hmm. i'm good with that like i like i'll go through that to avoid like the immediate shocking pain of a foam roll most of the time
1: yeah no it's terrible but i'm gonna try to do it at least once a week i've actually been toying with the idea because in may i did my yoga everyday streak right right at 10 minutes of yoga at least 10 minutes of yoga every day and it was great. I feel like it really, like, helped establish a yoga practice. I have been toying with the idea of a foam rolling streak. Oh, I'm thinking maybe in February because it's the shortest yeah. month. Um, but just, like, because I never roll out my upper body at all. And, you know, take a day to, like, do my quads and then do my calves. And, like, could I spend five minutes of my foam roller every day? And would that make it, like, a less painful – just to, like, make it kind of part of – like, yeah. I get up, I brush my teeth. I shower, I foam roll. Like, make right. it a thing I do, not a thing I do under duress every once in a while.
0: Right. Just like with everything, the more you do it, probably the less it's going to hurt. Right. And the better it will be. Which is a good way to segue into what our topic was and for, that we were going to talk about. Sorry, for I got this,
1: distracted. Uh, it's
0: okay. We. It's okay. It's only like 25 minutes of us talking I about. I have
1: lots of thoughts.
0: Our, our, our thoughts on things. But uh, what we wanted to talk about today is... Uh, and we're at the point now in the year you guys will be listening to this uh about halfway through the month of january everyone's been following their new year's resolutions whether that's be, be fitness or etc whatever you have set for yourself uh for a couple of weeks and either it's starting to feel like routine or it's starting to feel like it's a drag and uh we are both people who have set fitness related new year's resolution goals before and had them kind of be successful So uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about what our strategies are for turning fitness New Year's resolutions into just a way of life. And uh, like for me, for instance, running is a New Year's resolution from 2016 that has just become uh, a huge part of my life, a consistent part of my life uh, every week. So off the top of your head, can you think of any, what like, Past fitness re- New Year's resolutions have you set for yourself that like you ended up carrying uh through a year?
1: None of them.
0: None of them. I, well, I, don't I guess think I'll <laughs> be talking about my strategies yeah, for keeping that successful. I, I don't think
1: any of them. I mean I I've set goals. Like I want to break two hours and a half. Sure. I did that
0: what is what is a goal except for a resolution
1: no i i think that's quite different sure. for for you to be asking like how do you set something that you want to become routine and make it become routine sure. is different from saying i want to achieve this milestone because i am not in shape right now to run a sub two hour half right like that didn't become part of my routine sure and quite frankly i think that was like lot of luck and the stars is just aligning i have <laughs> no idea <laughs> we talked about what we were going to talk about beforehand and i think kyle thought it was going to go better
0: than i definitely thought i definitely thought like when i when i pitched this jack was like this sounds good yeah so
1: you had such a say no i yeah. mean <laughs> i like i do better with some resolutions than others and i think we've talked before about how like we're so metrics driven yeah so like you know like my resolution this year, and I haven't so much a resolution, but like my goal this year is to like build a strong base, and we've talked so much about our like super fancy google Google docs yeah. like I'm a slave to my Google doc if right. I put it in there as long as I'm not like injured or like you know I'm like super super tired or whatever like I'm gonna generally follow that right um and I love you know seeing all the boxes on my Google doc, like I do like the strike through in them so they're like crossed out and seeing like my mileage for the year build up and like i love that stuff um i think other resolutions like every year i'm like i really need to drink more water Uh like routinely and i've like downloaded we have like a plant watering app and like you got really invested in your plants and i'd just be like "Eh, i don't want to drink water and let my plants die so
0: i have an incredible roster of plants
1: yes i struggle a lot with stuff like that that like can't be tracked i've talked before about like getting into bullet journaling maybe i like need to do that and like color in every day that i drink my water because like seeing i mean we talked about these virtual challenges like i like like seeing progress on a map like sure. seeing like my actions like build up i really enjoy with fitness with eating healthy like with all this kind of stuff but things that are like a little, that I don't get to sort of like check a box every day are way harder for me. Yeah. So I guess if I was giving the circuitous way to say, if I were like giving advice to someone, it would be, if you're at all like me, to like make a list or write it down or do it virtually or give yourself the ability to check it off because it gives me like a huge boost of motivation to be like, check, I have done this for today.
0: Absolutely. finding ways to mark progress mm-hmm. i think is huge it's a big it's a big way to um keep doing what you're doing because or you know, to continue on the track that you're on because it will show the show you that you're making progress and that you're you're improving as opposed to like you sometimes you can set like so you can set some goal and like for instance like i want to eat healthier how do you really track that you're eating healthier like you're just like you know you can say like well i only eat pizza once this month or something like that like but like i I, it's it's, it seems like more of like a that's like a philosophical type of thing really Mm -hmm. as opposed to i like like for instance when i like started running it was like i would like to every month on the weekend i'm gonna i'm gonna run whatever month it is i'm gonna run that many miles on the weekend and i'm going to eventually run 12 miles by the end of the... Be able to run 12 miles at the end of the year in one sitting. And, like, so I could see... I could, and like, I, I, could, I could see how much I was running. And, like, this was before I had, you know, really developed, like, the, the, the joy of marking things off on a training plan or creating a Google Doc where I could mark my progress whatever. But, like, I could mark off, like, okay, I ran one mile this week and then, like, I could feel... Like by the end of January, that first mi- that one mile felt so much better at the end than it did at the beginning, and then in February that, that second mile that you know the two mile run felt so much better than the two mile run did at the beginning of February so like being able to feel that progress, I also uh, got like militant about tracking my weight and um which is not like lots it's probably not super healthy for your mental health and is I'm,
1: I think that's true it's
0: not like I wouldn't recommend it but this worked for me. Uh I tracked my weight and I like I was measuring like my body. I was measuring my stomach and my waist and whatever and I could see over time as I continued working out and I continued eating better and I uh, taking better care of myself, like those numbers going down and shrinking whatever and like that was a major motivating factor for me to like okay, well, I'm going to keep like I got to keep doing this Mm -hmm. in order to like keep this momentum going that i got so it kind of gives you this feeling of like the more and and now with like me having 10 months of my life tracked out for working out i can get this feeling of like momentum of like i i'm doing this i'm in this i'm killing it i'm crushing it i can feel myself getting better and getting stronger and feeling feeling you know well feeling like healthy and So having metrics and a measurable goal, uh, specific, I think is really um, key.
1: You talked about like feeling like the mile you ran in January being easy by the end. And that's something that I have really enjoyed since we moved. We've talked a lot about moving to a much hillier area. And I ran into you on a run the other day and I'm like these hills that used to you know slow me down to a crawl i'm now blowing up right and i love being able to see that progress but i feel you know i've been running for a number of years now now that you've been running for a few you know you talk about that seeing that change as you started running do you have thoughts on sort of how to maintain that because i love seeing my 5k pr drop every other week but you know once you plateau how do you keep Doing that,
0: I think <laughs> aggressive goals. Uh, for me, it was like uh, I wanted, you know, I wanted to run twelve miles by the. I wanted to run twelve. I uh, have a twelve-mile run by the end of twenty sixteen. Uh, and once I got to that point, I was like, "Well, I want to run a half marathon." And then once I ran a half marathon, I was like, "Well, I want to run a full marathon." And once I ran a full marathon, I was like, "Well, I want to run faster. I want to run it faster again." And uh, so, like being able to find find a way to like progress and like set like okay I've achieved this thing what's next and like um because there is a way to definitely like plateau and like you you know life life happens to everybody and like sometimes you you know you you start you start a, a, an achievable goal that like becomes less achievable when you suddenly have to work 10 hours more a week or, or, you know, you, you have a child and like, you're not able to spend as much time on yourself anymore. You'd spend on someone else or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, but I think that like, I like getting to a point and then kind of taking a second and being like, what would I like to do next? And that just moment of contemplation, I think is more than I had done in the previous 25 26 years of my life where i would just be like well i just want to be skinnier or i want to be more muscular and like i would you know you go to the gym for a month and suddenly like there are no huge changes in your body because you've only been to the gym for a month and you're like well screw it and so finding ways to really uh measure out and track your progress track you know your your achievement is huge and like that's the key to success for me because that that will that will keep you from relapsing keep you from backtracking to like well i don't you know i i'm not i, I can't see what i want to see yet i don't have a six-pack so i'm done and like that's not what it's about
1: i also feel like once you've gotten there like i can like call up in my body and my mind like exactly what it felt like when I crossed the finish line of my first half marathon and when I crossed the finish line of the half marathon, breaking two hours for the first time after like more than a year of chasing that goal specifically. Um, and it's like, it's almost like a drug, right? Yeah. Like this is like a large part of why I was like, I want to do a marathon. Cause I was like chasing that feeling again. Right. And I, I feel like once you've like, gotten a little bit you're like oh that feels really really good like i want more of that
0: and that doesn't necessarily have to be in a race that can be like the you know for i can think of like after getting done with orange theory and just thinking like i had a great workout like having like that kind of feeling in your head of just like yeah i'm doing great or like it can be stepping on the scale seeing a smaller number than before it can be uh eating a meal that is, like, healthy and delicious, and knowing that, like, the things that made you, like, you you know, when you feel content, and you think about before, well, the things that made me feel content were, like, three beers and 20 wings, and now I'm having that same feeling about, I don't know, something healthy and wonderful that you make me. uh Like, you know, feeling, it's like, you know, you can, you gotta go toward what makes you happy, and, like, In a way that is positive and it's not like you know don't get me wrong last night we ate like two personal you know i ate my own personal pizza you ate your own personal pizza it's fine to do that kind of stuff but like you doing that on a regular basis is not the best uh so
1: right and that's the other thing i think is important to remember about goal setting is that like missing one workout does not mean you should never work out again yes, like absolutely you are allowed to sleep in occasionally and still stay on your same trajectory and like we had a pig out night last night because we were starving and we didn't want to cook it had been a long week yep. but today we've gotten back to eating very healthy so it's it's about not letting like small losses derail you completely
0: i think that was
1: uh, probably
0: around the time that i started running again and like i really changed my diet too and like tr- started just like like i Kind of, it was around the time I, I, came, I came to D.C. Like, my, I had went through a whole, beginning of 2016, I met you, like, it was a whole big life change all at once. And like, I started thinking that way about food. Like, instead of, like, having a meal that was not good for me, and then being like, well, I've screwed it up, no reason to try anymore. It was like, okay, well, like, I had, a, I had that. that was a really great meal, and it was not good for me, whatever. And tomorrow I get back to what I was doing or like, you know, I skipped a workout. Okay. But tomorrow I get back to it. Like it, and that, these are things that I've talked about with other people who are like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's like, like, you know, when it's like, especially like if we're at work and there is free office food and people are eating worse than they would have otherwise. And like, well, oh, I'm, I'm blowing up what I would, what I've been doing. It's like, yeah, let's get back to it tomorrow. Right. And like, have being easy going easier on yourself uh than like especially like in this first few weeks of the new year when you have a new year's resolution and like you're really putting a lot of pressure on yourself to like live up to the goals that you set you know two weeks ago and like
1: many of which are not sustainable full-time like you're not going to go the rest of your life without eating a slice of pizza
0: right i mean last year my new year's resolution was to stop eating the free food at work and it worked for a while because I was just like, well, I have food,
1: I mean I'm- you stop going to the office
0: Well, yeah I mean that that that's that was actually the key the key I went to the office for two and a half months, but like uh for for like about six weeks, it was fine, and then at some point uh it was just overwhelming and I was like, you know what i I do stress eat like I just that's one thing that when I'm in a, a un, when I'm uncomfortable and like really just like feeling under pressure like just having some food nearby and snacking will make me feel better. And, like, I'm like, all right, you know what? I am going to eat this, this stuff, and, like, it'll be better, like, tomorrow. I'll start all over again.
1: It's interesting because I don't think I stress eat. I think when I get stressed, I completely lose my appetite.
0: Oh, I'm the exact opposite.
1: But I sad eat. Like, if uh... I'm feeling, like, not stressed, but if I'm feeling, like, emotional, I'm, I'm going to eat more. And I have yet to find like a great way to like stop this but i think being aware of it is the first step like i'm gonna be like okay like i'm sad so i'm gonna have this cupcake and i know i'm eating it because i'm sad and i know that's not great but it's one cupcake and it's fine
0: see i i i stress eat and i bored eat like where Mm. i'm like nothing's going on i'm gonna have some some chips and like that's not like that but it's the same thing uh you, you have to be kinder to yourself, yeah. And like, instead of like hating yourself because you had a bag of chips uh, when you know, because you were just like, "Well, I'm not really doing anything. I want to eat a bag of chips." Like, that's fine. You had a bag of chips tomorrow. You know, don't. And like, it, it just it's it's a day by day. You know, I don't want to say battle, but it's a day by day process of like, you know, you you approach these situations and like maybe you didn't do so great the day before, but like you can do good today and like. You have to give yourself a break every now and then because, like, if your your New Year's resolution is to not eat so many sweets and, like, you get through January of, like, not having any sugar or any chocolate or something like that, you're going to binge. Like, Mm -hmm. when you're going to break and you're going to eat so much that you're going to be like, oh, gross. So you might as well just have, like, one piece of chocolate a week or, or like, or, you know, twice a week or something like that in order to, like, you know, satiate that craving because otherwise that craving is going to get you.
1: I am a big sweets person. Uh, so in our house, we do like a dessert a day. Right. Seems to be the routine that works for us. We are also not like, you know, crazy about. We, I, we're, I think we generally pretty healthy. We're,
0: exce- we're exceedingly. I mean, we run, but like, right. and we, have, but we, and we have a running podcast. But I think we're pretty normal. We're running people. and drinking podcast, we're, right? We're normal people. We we like we like to eat and we like to drink and we also like to run.
1: The book that really like change the way i think about food and it, it is i mean it, it is a process there are definitely you know earlier today i was like oh like i feel gross we ate pizza but uh i think it's strong as the new skinny yeah uh Lindsay vaughn wrote, wrote a book my mom actually bought it for me for christmas because i was like you know runners don't look like models right like i have thighs and a butt and that's how i power up these hills but like i don't look like a victoria's secret model and i could starve myself and i'm still never gonna look like a victoria's secret model um but my mom bought me this book written by an athlete about you know lindsey vaughn was a professional skier who then like started going to awards shows and was like my body doesn't fit in with any of these and it was about her journey and like all food is fuel right calories are what keep us alive there are like there's fuel that's more nutritious and more more healthful and and you know it it it's cleaner and like it works better with your body but like cupcake calories are still things that keep you alive right Right. Right. so it, it just really it encouraged me 'Cause I we talked about this the other day. I would like buy a lean cuisine and be like, oh I'm eating healthy. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. so processed and there's so much salt in it. And it it I know a lot of people that have like lost weight that way and been happy, but like it was not working well for my body. So that really like the book really taught me that like it taught me a lot about eating clean, but it also taught me that like, you know, Lindsay Vaughn gets froyo and it's fine.
0: Right. Yeah. So all in all, what we're saying here is like have achievable goals, be able to measure out your progress and like get that feeling of building momentum toward those achievable goals and be kinder to yourself. Yeah. You have to like allow yourself to slip up. You have to allow yourself to have a, not even a, don't even call it a bad day. Allow yourself to have a day that like speaks to your eed instead of just your, you know, the, the, the ego. Uh, so, but like. Allowing yourself to backtrack every now and then sets you up better for success than, uh, you know, punishing yourself.
1: Right, because many of these lifestyle and and fitness goals, like, they are best for you if they are changes you make for a lifetime.
0: Right, and you have to find a way to work it into your life. Mm -hmm. Like, there there is no New Year's resolution or, you know, if you set a goal, whatever it might be, that, like, if you completely upend your day-to-day life it is sustainable because r- the routine is going to get you like it's, it's uh you have to find for me, it was like I, I started running a lot before work and after work mm-hmm. and like waking up earlier or, you know, eating dinner later or whatever. And it was uh trying to you know, I, I had to find the spaces in my day in order to make that work because I was still going to have to go to work. I was still going to have a social life. I was like still going to do all these things that I always do. So you can't like, but you can't be like, okay, well, I'm suddenly going to be like a shaman who, or a a monk who like sit, you know, closes up inside and is only doing this one thing or whatever. You have to be able to set goals and find processes that work within your day-to-day life and what your, what your schedule is, because otherwise Otherwise, you, you'll, you'll break, and you'll let it go, and you'll never come back to it. It won't be a sustainable lifestyle, lifestyle change. How's your beer?
1: Good. I'm going slow because it's the last one of these, and I want to savor it. That makes sense. How's yours?
0: Uh, I'm also going slow because it is heavy, and uh, but it's really good. It's so citrusy and orangey and like kind of has like, more like a clementine, I think. Mm. Uh, but it's got some really great... Uh, Really great Leaving some really great rings Around the edges uh, With the foam It is And uh, It's a pretty beer it's a, it's a it's a pretty beer It's a delicious beer I'm enjoying it a lot Where can the people find us?
1: We are Wherever you get your podcasts
0: iTunes Apple
1: Spotify
0: iTunes and Apple are the same thing Spotify Spotify Other That wonderful spot That everyone find, seems to find us on Other
1: We are We are most places We are hosted by Anchor And they Blast us out to everywhere the podcasts are
0: there you go uh you can also follow us on instagram at running on tap yeah where uh we are doing better about posting things we are new year's resolution for the podcast is uh recording recording uh on a more regular on a more regular schedule and also posting more on our on our instagram feed so we are posting more we're doing great yeah uh check us out there thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week